Hey guys, it's John Catholic for Rednecks. Over on Instagram, I had a message from a fellow that asked me to debunk the Protestant rapture theory. The rapture, he says, he watches these YouTubes and programs about the rapture. And it bothers him and upsets him and he wants to know what he can do about it, how he can answer it, can I explain it? Okay, rule number one, do not, if you're a Catholic, this is for Catholics, if you're a Catholic, do not watch anything Protestant, okay? You don't watch anything Buddhist or Islamic or another religion, okay? Christianity is basically split into two different religions. They're both Christianity, I suppose, but you have the Catholic religion that's been here from day one, then hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later, you have the Protestant religion. It was brought to us out of pure rebellion by Martin Luther and King Horny Henry VIII. So you have it split in half. You know, the Muslims are split in half, too. They got the Shiites and the Sharae or something. I'm not real familiar with it. But so you got Protestants right here. And they, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them believe in the rapture. What is rapture? The rapture is the belief that Jesus is coming to airlift his church before there's a great tribulation poured out on the earth. People that believe in the rapture believe that one day suddenly, with a twinkling of the eye and the trumpet sounds, that Jesus is coming and he's going to be up there in the air and all the Christians, no matter what they're doing, rise up in the air to meet him and then Jesus takes them on this big vacation for seven years up and having a big party. And while all the Christians are at the big party, all hell is breaking loose on earth. The Great Tribulation, seven years, the Antichrist, Mark of the Beast. Oh, people's going to be hunted down without the mark and just great wrath, tribulations, earthquakes, earthquakes just horrible, horrible thing. But if you're a Christian, if you're born again, you get to avoid it all. Yeah, you get to skip out by this rapture. So the first question you should ask yourself is, where is the rapture in the Bible? Because you know our Protestant friends, anytime we talk about some Catholic things, they want to know, now where is that in the Bible? And if you can't show them Immediately in their Bible, they're just, they blow it off. But the rapture is not in the Bible. You will not find the word rapture anywhere in the Bible. Okay? If I'm not mistaken, the word rapture was a Latin word meant uh, falling away, apostate. Okay? Um, they invented the Protestants. Okay? If you read early church history, 
and read your Bible, you will see no, absolutely no rapture, no, nothing that looks like a rapture. What you see in scripture and in the early church writings is you see Jesus returning at the end of the age. That's when he comes back. It's called the second coming. We Catholics believe in the second coming. Protestants believe in the second coming. But some Protestants believe that there's two comings or three comings. Some of them, bunches of comings. You know, there's some of them believe Jesus is coming before the great tribulation to snatch your darling ass away. And then there's some that believe it's going to come in the middle. And some believe it's going to come like an hour before the second coming. They're all over the place because there's no scripture for it. There's no early church writings. Um, it's a brand new heresy. Yes, I said heresy. Um, I've heard two sources from how it came. One is from a little teenage Pentecostal girl. She had a vision of the church being swept away before a great judgment. And it caught like fire. Because face it, no one wants to suffer. And if you're reading the book of Revelation, it just looks like a whole bunch of mess that the earth, everybody, the inhabitants of the earth are going to go through untold suffering. And a lot of Protestant ministers will say, God would never allow his precious bride to suffer. Oh, really? Go to China. Go to the Middle East. Go anywhere. There's Christians throughout time, and Christians have always suffered horrendously. Us Christians in America, we suffer when someone demonetizes us from YouTube or if they say something negative about the rosary or maybe you can't pray at school. That's what we think persecution is. But in other countries, they will execute you and your family. There's Catholic priests being kidnapped in Nigeria all the time, set on fire and thrown out in front of their church dead. Um, anyhow, nobody wants to suffer. I don't want to suffer. And the, the great rapture hopes is that you don't have to suffer. See, Protestants don't preach much on suffering because in their mind, Jesus paid the price once and for all on Calvary and all the sins been forgiven. So if the sins been forgiven, then ought not all the sufferings be gone too because Suffering's a result of sin, maybe, huh? So um, it just don't fit in. What it is is they, um, here's how Protestants interpret the Bible, and I'm still talking about the rapture. You can't see it, but across my studio in my garage here in Alabama, there's a big old bookcase. And on the bookcase is mostly theology books that I've collected over the years. Most of them are theology. I can't really read the titles because of these lights. But some of those books are about the Mormon church. You got a whole Mormon library. Got a lot of Catholic stuff, a lot of Pentecostal, uh, just different versions of the Bible. I, I used to buy different versions of the Bible just for the heck of it. I mean, there's all, there's piles of them. And here's how Protestants build a doctrine. Here's how a Protestant preacher will build a sermon. If you look at the Holy Bible, the Holy Bible is actually a book of books. It's a library. 
okay? And what Protestants love to do, they love to jump around Scripture to connect the dots. Like they'll see something in Leviticus and try to find something like it in Psalms, then something in Mark, then something in First Thessalonians. They try to string a doctrine together. And the thing is, is those books they are referencing are being quoted out of context. Therefore, they're building an entire topic, a dogma, a belief on something out of context. Let me tell you how much sense it makes. That would be like me just randomly grabbing a book off that shelf and finding the word salvation in one of those books, then grabbing another book, maybe a different denomination, religion, Bible, version, whatever, grab another book, I look up that same word, salvation. Then I grab another book and another book and another book. And then I string all those salvation passages from different books, different Bibles, different authors, different context. And I can make it say anything that I want to. I can say, see, right here in all these books are talking about salvation. And this is what it means. Well, context, when you read one scripture in the Bible, you really should read the passage in front of it and be after it to find out what is the writer talking about, okay? Because a lot of Protestant dogmas and denominations are founded on a scripture that is completely quoted out of context, you can get in trouble doing that. There are untold amounts of denominations right now founded on something someone found in the Bible they liked. So they camped on it. Yeah. So you look at the second comment, there's a lot of stuff in there, especially in the Gospels that the Jews would recognize. You look at Matthew 24, John chapter 6, the great Eucharist chapter. Jesus said plainly, and he's talking to believers. He's talking to Jews right there. He's talking to believers now. But he said, he that eats my flesh and drinks my blood, him will I raise on the last day. Now that right there is Jesus. He said he was going to raise the believer on the last day. So if you want to know when the rapture is, or the second coming, take a clue from God, the man Jesus Christ, the God-man. He said he was coming on the last day, at the end of the age. He did not say anything about a sneak attack, an early surprise. No, he said he would raise you up on the last day. And I think he said that like three times in John chapter 6. Look at Matthew 24. And most of everything in Matthew 24, Protestants say applies to the Jews, but Jesus mentions the church and the elect, the elect. And just about everything in Mark 24 has already happened. If you know who Jimmy Akins is, the guy with the long red beard, red hair, 
wore his cowboy hat, I think, Indiana Jones or something. He's an apologist. Um, I believe he said that everything in the book of Revelation has happened already, except for the last two chapters, and I agree with that. When I was in RCIA, we asked the bishop about the rapture. He said, there's no rapture. We said, what about Revelation? He said, most Revelation has already happened, and it's simply about the Catholic Mass. Actually, Revelation is about Jesus, and it shows you how to do the Catholic Mass in symbols and imagery. So Jesus is coming at the end of the world. At the end of the age, whenever that is, it might be October the 1st, 3021 at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Who knows? Our job is to occupy, to live the faith, to evangelize, to have that medieval grind set from now to the trumpet blows. And if you line up all them trumpets like the Protestants do, they can't have a rapture because the ingredients, the timeline, you know, the rapture, they say, this is a rapture. No, what happened? As that verse said that in the latter days, there would be a great falling away to where people leave the truth. That happened when Martin Luther and King Horny Henry started their business of starting new religions. The Reformation in Germany spread like fire, wildfire. You know, those people didn't want Rome over them. It spread like fire. There was a great apostasy, a great falling away. That's what rapture means. God said in the last days there would be a great falling away. And I believe that that great falling away was the what they call, wrongly call the Reformation. They call it the Reformation. It wasn't a Reformation. A Reformation is when you reformed something. What they did is started something new that never existed before. Their dogmas, I mean, they're all over the place, but you look at it. You know, we got one holy Catholic church. Then over there on the Protestant side of Christianity, who knows how many denominations. You can go to 50 different churches this Sunday and hear a sermon on any passage. You can give all those denominations that same passage. You're going to hear 50 different interpretations, and God is not the author of confusion. So, my friends, don't read these silly books like Left Behind or watch these silly movies. There is no rapture. There is a great falling away, and it has already happened when Martin Luther and Horny Henry led who knows how many millions of people away from the only church Jesus ever established. So that's my There Is No Rapture video in 15 minutes or more. Have a good day.